Hello and welcome to our show, Film Talk with AJ Dean. I'm AJ Dean. And guess what? We have Paul back. Hey, Paul, the best co-host in the world. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing amazing. It's been a crazy uh, beginning of summer so far. The World Series of Poker is uh, in Vegas. So it's been a lot of poker action. I'm in a poker league, building up points trying to play in the main events. So thank you for giving me a break so I could go and play some poker. I love it. And I heard that you're winning. So congratulations and keep going, Paul. We're rooting for you every step of the way. But you know what? Speaking what? of winning and winners, we have a winner tonight, a very special VIP. His name is Stevie Dunham and he is a singer, musician. He is a songwriter author, DJ, record producer. He has his own record label called Street Corner Entertainment Records. Let's give him a super warm welcome. Hey, Stevie, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much, AJ. Paul, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on your show. It really is. Oh, my gosh. It's such an honor, isn't it, Paul? You know, it certainly is. Uh, and that's the reason I had to come back because I was like, oh, man, I can't miss this because Stevie and I actually have a history not just with cigars but when we get when we have time i'd love to tell you how he and i met and yeah. how welcoming you, uh stevie was for, for me and my ex here in vegas we just randomly met them at this great place in vegas and we can talk about it whenever yeah. the time is right aj yeah. but yeah stevie is such a great guy i was like well i need to be thank here you. so we can chat yeah thank you stevie you not so much me i'm good no <laughs> yeah you haven't you're, changed you're a super guy I, I you know i need to come down and see you at the shop once in a while more often <laughs> i don't get a chance to go downtown as often but i i always when i go down there i always make a point to come by your shop i always do thank that. you thank you. And, you 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 always you always did uh and i will uh you know what better yet i'll I miss you cigars. yes i miss them very much i need some. yeah yeah I, i'll meet you at the italian american social club where we met that's great. Um, yes. And then uh, I don't know if Neil buys your cigars, but maybe I can talk him into it. Yeah. Well, whether he wants to or not, he doesn't have a choice. We can strong arm him. That's right. I do that anyway. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't care. It is what it is. No, he's a great guy. I, I, I give him cigars. Once yeah. Him, which is uh, not too often, but often enough. Yeah. And it's 100%. Yeah. We want to say thank you so much for being with us here tonight. And oh, you are pleasure. incredible. You are a um, a harmony and doo-wop, a singer, and you specialize in the 50s and the 60s. Isn't that right? That's correct. I do. I've been doing this uh, uh, professionally for about 35 years. And July 21st is my 35th anniversary, in fact. Congratulations. And I went from record collector to uh, record dealer to record label owner to producer to everything else that came afterwards and formalized my education at the same time. So it, it's been a nice ride so far. And it's right uh, around my birthday, too, my anniversary. So I'm really happy for that, too. So happy yeah, when is Thank your you. birthday, Stevie? July 12th and July 21st is my 35th music business anniversary. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well, happy Funny how things play out like that. Huh? 
it's great. It's a wonderful time to celebrate you. And I'm so glad you're on the show. And I do want to say a special shout out and thank you to Georgette Dante. She is who introduced us, right? She is um, a director and she's going to do a film called Wild Women of Burlesque. And she wants you. Yeah, she wants you in it, both of you, actually. And it's going to yeah. be Lady Gangsters, and you're going to be in it. And it's going to be so, so much fun. So I want to say hi, Georgette. We love you. And Georgette, hi, Georgette. I'm wearing your yeah. ring, Georgette, and um, your earrings, Georgette. And Georgette gave me this dress, and, and I'm wearing the cross. Georgette, your cross. Thank you so much. So anyway, I wanted to give a shout out special to Georgette. That's and awesome. also... Let's talk about these photos here. You've got um, a picture here. Um, how old were you? And you've got a record in your in your hand. Tell us about that, Stevie. That was uh, July 21st, 1988. That was the day I put out my very first record production on Crescent Records, my first label. I was 20 years old. Or no, I was just 21 years old, actually. So turning, yeah, that's what it was. Right around there. I can't remember sometimes. I'm becoming a senior citizen now. Thank that's a great feeling, right? I don't know. At least I get the breaks. But no, I was about 20, 21 years old when this record uh came out and that picture was taken. So it's a nice memory. I had a lot more hair then than I do now. <laughs> and I was probably a hundred pounds lighter. But no, it's all good. I was, I, it was a nice picture. I think my mother took that photograph. Yeah, yeah I love it. And <laughs> um, it's a great one. And then the one next to it, that's like a, the more modern one. Um, because yeah. you, you look great now, Stevie. And you look great in a hat. I love hats, don't you? Yes, I do. I totally do. I have many, many hats. I love fedoras and uh, the floppy octagon caps. Those are my favorites. Wonderful baseball hats, but these are the ones I usually wear. Mm -hmm. And this is your uh, record label company. You also have it behind you, Street Corner Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I'll move over a little bit. You can see that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah. tell us about that. Is it's your own record label? Um, I, yes, it is. I started it in two thousand three, and in March of this year, of 2023, we celebrated our 20th year. And it's been, the last six years have been really, really pretentious. And this last year, I was able to acquire the legendary Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, little Anthony Gordine from the Imperials to come aboard our record label. Wow. And proud and humbling moment that was. And we put out an anthology CD uh, called Little Anthony New Music. He's no longer with the Imperials. They parted company, uh, I believe, in um, June of last year. Um, the CD came out on August 1st of 2022, and we were nominated for a Grammy for his single, New York State of Mind, the Billy Joel song. And that's, that's a proud moment and humbling moment in my life. I never thought that would ever happen. And hopefully it will happen again. But um, I'm the only oldies label in rock and roll history with a Grammy nomination. So the award means only so much to have. The history that I made is more important to me. 
Yes, and part of that history, uh, I'm going to go over to you, Paul, in a second, but I just want to touch on uh, the Emerald Dreams from 1998 to 2010 in Las Vegas. Uh, that was the, my group, yes. Mm -hmm. the, Night, the Night Kings, Goodfellas, the Chaperones, and mm -hmm. um, so, Paul, isn't this phenomenal? Isn't Stevie so creative and talented? Well, he's, he has such a great voice, and... It's so nostalgic and with, you know, I, I think with the success of like the Jersey boys that were that were here in Vegas, I think they started making it more popular again. But but Stevie is at the forefront of this. And the, congratulations. Thank I you. I mean, being the only, you know, Grammy was a nominated. Um, yeah. I knew all the original guys from the oldies record business from the beginning when they coined the term in Times Square Records in 1959 in Manhattan in the Subway store arcade. And from then, I'm out of all of those guys as record dealers in history, there's only seven or eight left. And I'm the only second generation one out of all of them. Amazing, amazing. Is that where you grew up? Where did you grow up? Brooklyn, Brooklyn New York. And then we moved to Arlington when I was 11 years old. I see. I see. I literally uh, learned thing on the street when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing. So you knew all those people <laughs> from back in the day, and yeah. you know, your fa your father was in this business as well, or your family? No, my father was not in this business, but um, some of my family members were. They dabbled in it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so I am the only one in the family that is went this far in the music industry. I had a couple uncles that were doing pretty well years ago, but I'm I'm the only one that's made it this far where I'm actually got a national reputation. So I'm pretty proud of that. Amazing. And AJ, not only this, I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Stevie. And not only does Stevie have this amazing voice, but his impressions are fantastic. Almost scary good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Would you mind doing a little De Niro? Hey, hey, yo, you talking to me? Hey, you talking to me? Yo, hey, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Paulie. Hey, come over here. You talking to me? <laughs> Not that. <laughs> At least you like it. Yeah. I love it. Both been my friend for a long time, uh, AJ. So I mean, uh, I called him up the other day just to break his chops, but he didn't answer the phone. I was very disappointed. <laughs> then uh, I reached out to him later. Thank you, thank you. Bravo and brilliant. You know, I love that. I was going to say Tribeca Film uh, Festival. Look out! Here comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And you know, yeah. he's one of our, he's one of our favorites, and you really, really do look like him and sound, well, sound like him. I've you heard know, that. You could, you could double. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about doubling for? No, I never gave it any thought like that. Okay. But I've heard that before. I've had a few people over the years tell me that. Yeah, and he's one of our favorite, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, everyone loves Robert. Great. Oh my gosh, we, we adore him. And uh, Stevie, I hope it's okay to put you on the spot here. Could we hear some of a little bit of your beautiful voice? Uh, sure. A few bars of something. Take it away, Stevie. Oh, thank you. All right, I'm going to sing. Uh, my friend Pookie Hudson wrote this song. It's one of my favorites, and I, it has meaning to me. 
As I stood and I looked at the sky, well, I saw such a wonderful sight. It reminded me of the star that I heard of, and you gave me peace of mind. Microphone, I was gonna do it with the track, but you know, that was pretty improv too, I guess. Huh? <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Thank you, Stevie. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank oh you. You've made my night. Um, and a, you know, that song's got a lot of meaning to me because the song Peace of Mind, the words they talk about a struggle, and then you find God. You know what I'm saying? I'm not overly religious, but I know he exists. So, because I lived it. And because of him, I'm alive and breathing air today um, in a lot of different aspects. Uh, I had a parallel life that wasn't so flattering. So, when I sing that song or I hear it, it really means a lot to me and it sends me right home. I love this. And, and you've made our night so special tonight, Stevie. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that your beautiful voice with us and your impressions. And Paul, thank you. Um, I've got on the screen here, the second screen, Street Corner Entertainment, 702-765-7655 is the phone number. And the email uh, is streetcornerent, E-N-T, 1000 at gmail.com and emeralddream1 at gmail.com. So if anyone is interested, and you also have a website, uh, streetcornerentertainment.com. So tell us about that, Steve. Well, um, I answer the phone, number one. I don't have a secretary. So uh, when somebody calls me and makes an order for CDs, <laughs> records, or whatever, they're talking to the owner. And that's good. I treat all my customers like family. Um, what we do is we produce and release classic and contemporary street corner harmony records, also do, known as doo-wop recordings, um, acapella, some northern soul, and anything related to the genre that applies to what street corner entertainment records is about. Um, the mother label has about 20 active artists on it, and then we have four of the subsidiary labels, Chicona Records, Global Group Harmony Records and also Hattenburg Records and Laurier Records all have varying degrees of uh, projects or releases out currently. And it's called the SCE Group collectively. It's a musicians co-op record company built and owned by musicians. So we don't operate like a typical record label. We operate as a co-op. Therefore, everybody that contributes as artists, as the owners, do we all earn together instead of being lopsided you know with where the record company has you at the disadvantage we don't do that wow this is phenomenal because this is i think this is the future um it, this is brilliant in the fact that you know there's so many independent artists and it's very hard to get a record label and mm -hmm. accessible you're one of i want to thank you so much because there's so many <laughs> So much talent out there. There and is. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Is that why you did this, Stevie? Well, you know, I was always a record guy at heart, and I still am. And when I formalized my education in music business, it just solidified 
me being more behind the scenes per se than being on the stage. I've been on both sides of the fence. And so having that experience as a singer, performer, so on and so forth, I can attribute that knowledge into working behind the scenes in the record industry as a record producer and an arranger as well. So it really helps. And I work intimately with artists and I have quite a few on the way. I'm on the street corner entertainment, as I said, and the other labels that we develop artistry on as well. So it's been a really fantastic and exciting journey so far. And all of us that have this label group together, we're all between the ages of 49 and 55 years of age, which is also great. To do genre music like this, and we are developing another label here in Las Vegas called Vegas City Records, which I'm going to have some local acts on it as well. So yeah, we're pitching out. We're not just going to put out all these, but we're going to do other stuff as well. Fabulous. You know, I love uh, vintage themes. I just want to touch Please. on that for a moment. You do too, Stevie and Gold? No, totally. I do. I collect rare records, uh, pop bottles, uh, you name it. Anything old I collect. I love it too. And, you know, I'm so thankful and grateful that we are the age we are, because I mm -hmm. believe we had the very best uh, of, of, of experiences in life. I mean, it's still great, life is still wonderful, but we had such great, you know, of the um, 60s, the 70s, mm -hmm. 80s, and the 90s, and, and they're just, they're iconic, and the music that you produce, it's so, um, it's so wonderful and inspiring, and it, and it, is it would you say it's crooners are you are you a crooner would you consider yourself a crooner I've been accused of that before um my mentor was a black r&b singer by the name of eugene pitt he sang in the jive five and had several gold records uh, my true story was the main one i'm a happy man was another big one He was also the guy that created the nickelodeon theme songs in the 80s the ones that go he wrote and recorded those with the Jive Five. And so he was my mentor. My first one, I had two mentors. Uh, the second one was in the five boroughs when I was going to college in South Florida. His name was Frank Iovina. Gene taught me how to sing gospel, how to arrange vocal group harmony, and how to be an R&B and gospel singer. So it's challenging to me sometimes to sing the standard American songbook type standards but I can do it. It's just a different way of phrasing. But um, I prefer to sing rhythm and blues and blues type songs, you know. Yeah. And Frank Iovino, he taught me the street level view of the music business and that what college doesn't teach you. So I learned an awful lot from these two gentlemen. And they're both in the heavenly choir today. So, so when I want to pick up the phone and call one of them, I go outside and I look up at the sky. Let's put it pretty much there, and give them a thumbs up. And, but they really taught me a lot of stuff, a lot of attributes, the do's and don'ts, um, mechanical things to how you phrase and sing and so forth. I mean, it was incredible to be this fortunate. And I've had the opportunity over the years in my career to perform with some very legendary people in R&B and in the doo-wop music genre. Uh, a lot of them are gone. Some of them are still around. Uh, Johnny Maestro I performed with, uh, Larry Chance of the Earls, 
Jimmy Beaumont of the Skyliners, uh, Pookie Hudson of the Spaniels, which is a song I gave an impromptu, uh, Rudy West of the Five Keys. Uh, the list goes on and on for me. Those are the those are key figures that I can rattle off the top of my head. And then there's some lesser nods as well. But it's been a great, incredible ride so far. Incredible. Um, I'm going to give it over to Paul in a moment, but I just want to mention on the second screen, we've got these two great photos, Stevie, of you mm -hmm. and your mentors. Can you tell us a little bit about where those pictures were taken or what that moment was? Okay. Um, actually, both, uh, one was uh, with Gene Pitt in the, well, they're both in blue, but uh, um, the African-American gentleman, Eugene Pitt, that was at the old Pop nightclub in Las Vegas in 1998, and they had, he was performing with a group called the Royal Duop All Stars with my uncle Arthur Lorian, and a, which was a legendary lineup called the Super Group. I believe Lenny Welch was in the group at the time when they performed at that place. And uh, what a great experience! And that I didn't I went to see them, and that's where we took that picture. The other picture. Uh, it was with Frank Iovino. That was taken in Laughlin, Nevada at the Avi Resort and Casino at a major rock and roll show that we did there, which was in 2000. And uh, um, there was just so many memories that you have with these people, you know. And these two people, as I said, were definitely ethereal in my life. And they were both from Brooklyn, New York as well. Not the same area, but they knew each other too, in fact. And they, we actually had um, performed with the Jive Five prior when I was in the Five Bars. But um, it was a pleasure to come full circle, uh, especially with Eugene Pitt, where I'm on a show in 1998, uh, another show in Las Vegas, where he's backing me up with the Royal All Stars. And that was an incredible, incredible thing in my life. Amazing, amazing. And I had, a few, I had a few full circle moments, but that was the big one. And um, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Stevie, for sharing these photos with us. It means so much to us, and I know it means a lot to you. And I would say that they were absolute, they're absolute blessings in your life uh, wow. and, and, and great gifts. And uh, you look so happy in the photos. I just had to have these on the show because they're just, they're so beautiful. And over to you, Paul. Well, wow, I'm, you know, learning a lot because I, I knew, you know, this, this uh, not only you're a talented entertainer, but also this businessman. And I love what you said. I mean, you made a point to say that, you know, you start, this was all happening between the age of 49 and like 55. So yeah. that's the you know I, I think people need to hear that because I, I think a lot of times you know I did my business backwards I started when I was twenty three and now I wish I could work for someone you know it's 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 uh it's one of these things where I, I feel like I did it backwards but that's okay but well, it's never too late too man I was I was a youngster starting out and you know the record label group I knew all these guys uh, from back east and. They all grew up and they were all members of what was called the United and Group Harmony Association, a nonprofit organization that was, uh, um, which McCord, uh, dedicated to the pres preservation and history of this music. 
uh, Three Corner Harmony or Urban Vocal Group Harmony, whatever, or doo whatever you want to call it. There's uh, many different uh, titles for it. But, and so these guys were all handpicked with the specific skill set that they have. So, and they've all been in the business for at least 20 years or more. They, they grew up in it too. So it's been, it was very important for me to have people like that that I knew that were youngsters coming up into the genre to work with, to work together with. It really was. It makes us a strong team. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing your story. I think it's very inspirational and motivational uh, when people listen to that and they know that, uh, uh, you know, you do what you love. What do they say? You do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. So, well, it's still work. Believe you me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's true. But yes, uh, it's a lot easier to go to work when you do something you love because of of the passion that you feel towards it. And Mm -hmm. that's important. If you work a job you don't like your, your whole entire life and you don't follow the path that God gives you, that he laid out for you, as you come of age to figure out what that is, then you'll be miserable. So you have to take a chance. And if you don't take that chance, you're never going to know if it's going to be there or not. It's not going to It's going to work enough. That's why right. you do it. And sometimes you're going to keep doing it until you get it to the right place. That's all. Right on. Mm-hmm. Incredible inspiration, Stevie. You really are. And you're still doing it. And, you know, tonight we all dressed up. So I want to say thank you so much for dressing up and for sharing all of this. Now, um, Paul's in his uh, fedora hat and uh, you're dressed up, Stevie. You've got your fedora hat on. I've got my gangster hat on. And so I wanted to touch on gangsters because Georgette asked me to mention it, okay? Because we're going to be playing gangsters in her movie, Wild Women of Burlesque. So. She wanted me to mention Lady Gangsters and a little bit of history of Lady Gangsters. Now, um, she had a, a quote, a, sto- a little story here, and she said, um, people come up to Georgette Dante and they say, there are no more gangsters, no more nowadays. And Georgette says, yes, there is. <laughs> yeah, yes, there- <laughs> yes, there is. The politicians, the business people, the real estate people, their yeah. families, right? Their families, they put them through major schooling so they get you through paperwork. Not like guns and baseball bats like the old days, but this, this new way. So that was from Georgette, from her quote. I love it. I hope you well, love it. Is, uh, she's pretty spot on with that to a large degree. She's pretty spot on to a large degree. So, um, uh, as far as specifically, um, there are still guys around. Not very many in Vegas anymore, but there's still there's still families, Borgatas or whatever you want to call them, clans. Um, but they've all been underground, and they're, from what I understand, um, they're in the they're in the rebuilding stage because the government has totally shut them out. In, by 1994, 95, they were pretty much wiped out to a large degree, resorted to a street gang level. And so this uh, type of enigma never goes away in our counterculture, especially it's, it's a part of our counterculture, is a part of our country's development. The Irish came here 
a lot long before the Italians and the Sicilians came to this country. So it's a recirculating cycle of history that keeps coming back and it's on its way back up a little bit from what I understand. But who knows how powerful it will be again. There's other organized crime groups that are far more sophisticated now with technology and different countries and so forth to do many things. So, but the true gangsters that we speak of, you don't see them anymore. Um, matter of fact, it's funny when people come to Vegas, they think that guys like that walk down the street still. And I think that's uh, kind of a touristy type of fantasy. And they're just looking, hopefully they'll see a guy that kind of looks like that and take a picture of them. But that doesn't happen. You know? But no, she's she's right. She, I, the, the politicians and other and corporations and so forth, they're the real criminals. They really are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love I love what you said, Stevie. Thank you for that. And yeah. um, you know, because I'm 18% I'm sorry, 18.3% Italian. And I'm so, you know me, Paul. I'm so very proud of that. Now, uh Stevie, you yeah. said okay, tell us your percentage of Italian. Yeah. I'm half. You're half. <laughs> I'm half Irish. Yeah. Say, I'm sorry, say it again. I'm half Irish and half Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they call us Mickey D's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I actually said at a friend's house, uh, uh, my my uncle says, you know, Stevie's this, and uh, he's like, uh, our other friend Stevie here. And so, and so our other friend says, well, what do you call a guy like that? And I said, a Mickey D. And he started in the lab. You never heard that before, which is, no, we don't really talk about ourselves like that anyway, so it doesn't matter. I mean, to break chops, I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll do that back in the neighborhood, but nah, we don't do that anymore. Not in sensitive society of today. We would be ostracized if we did any of that stuff because nobody understands that because those, you know, old school behavior is just not prevalent like it once was, you know? And maybe it should maybe people learn something, you know. I don't know. Can't I can't I can't tell what's going on anymore. The climate changes like the wind, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Paul, what's your thoughts on that? No, I I, I love it. And yeah, I think we've we've become an overly sensitive society. Maybe maybe we need a little bit of it, but it's it's tough when you're a comedian or a satirist. You know, and you have to watch what you say or you might get canceled. So mm -hmm. I love hanging out with, with the old school dudes that bust chops. And because it's not done in a mean way or in a mean spirit, oh, you yeah. know, it's just like the roasts, you know, right. the, the roasts were you would say right. horrible things to somebody, but you love them. You, know, you say it with love. Yeah, it's a term of endearment a lot of times in many different ways. And that's how we uh, look at it, you know. So I, I have no problem with it. People who get a problem with it, they just are misjudging or misinterpreting what's being said. That's all. Yeah. But I, what did, I didn't mean nothing by it. What did, what did, uh, how did your grandparents from both sides react to the fact that, you know, one parent, you know, one was Irish and one was Italian. And, you know, there was always this stereotype that maybe, you know, they didn't get along. Yeah, probably with the same way of, uh, uh, a black and white couple got together, basically the same thing. Yeah, right. during the time period. Right. I mean, it, it was kind of the only difference is they were both Catholic. You understand? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That was the only good thing. 
maybe one drank a little more than the other, but then again, I don't know who drinks more than the other anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, and just, hey, you know, one drinks wine, the other one drinks whiskey. And that's basically you gotta look at it. See, I can laugh at myself because I'm like that. But, but and that's you gotta be comfortable with yourself too. If you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make fun of anybody. That's and, it. That's right. That's and right. so when people read you like that, then they know that you're confident and comfortable. They're not going to question you. They'll just laugh at you, or they'll laugh. Hopefully, they they laugh with you and not at you. You know what I mean? That's right. That's like right. Something like that, but no, it's it's all good. Wonderful. But, you well, thank know, you for sharing. Boy, I understand it because uh, the stability of our society changes also in a cycle every twenty to thirty years. So twenty years from now, the sensitivity factor may be out the window. We'll have something that was back from years ago back into the realm that once was, and maybe we'll be stiff. Who knows? I mean, you can't predict it. Right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of I, like the 1700s where they wore men wore dresses and silk stockings. Well, <laughs> it kind of coming back into a Roman yeah, degree. Yeah. It's I mean, all cyclical. That's right. Yeah, so it does recirculate. So that's that's a good, really stupid correlation, but it, it is true. That's no, true. It's true. Yeah. So right. I have no problem with that. I, I don't judge. I loved what you said, Stevie, about people come to Las Vegas and they expect to see some some you know uh, yeah zoot suit zoot suit fedora all dressed up right well if i ever met a gangster in my whole life that ever wore a zoot suit unless they were a cholo from east l.a (laughs) i never met an italian or an irish guy ever dressed in a zoot suit in all my life that even in the 20s that wasn't really part of it but Kind of, sort of, I guess. But that was more of a, a Pachuco thing from the Chicanos in uh, East L.A. in the 40s and 50s, not in New York. You know? Unless you- unless these people run into uh, the Duke of Fremont, that they're really in for a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. But I, I, I think the movies that epitomize these type of guys art imitates life to a large degree but the dress was adapted from these guys in real life from what they were portrayed in in films because i don't remember anybody that i know that ever wore anything that was too showy that made you look like a chic which is a terminology in that world where somebody that's really like dressed to the nines it's got Mm -hmm. Or uh, a Eugene, which is a guy like that, that's got a lot of jewelry on, rings and the chains and whatnot. Real guys don't do that. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, they don't, they don't do that. No. And, I, and this is Film Talk with AJ Dean, so I have to ask you a film question. Here it sure. comes. Here it comes, because you know we love, love, love film. Um, one of my favorites, one of my favorite films is Casino. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro. What is your favorite, one of your favorite films, Stevie? Um, one of my favorite films is, uh, what's it called? Art, this Thing of Ours, which had James Conn in it. He had a cameo part in two scenes. And also, um, 
the guy Frank Vincent was in the movie. It was a it was a cult film. It's a, it's a mob film. Uh, it was really a good movie. Just didn't wasn't a big breakout of the day. It's an independent film, very realistic to a large degree. And there was a lot of characters in that film that played in the Sopranos TV show that were that film. So it came out around that high high time for that TV program. And uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I like war movies. His, anything with historical continuity to it, I like. Those true-to-life type films, I'll, I'll, I'm really into that stuff. Or documentaries and stuff like that, too. So that's that's what I'm into. That is great. So everybody who hasn't seen that movie that Stevie mentioned, go ahead and check that out. Sounds like a cool movie to watch. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it doesn't, it's got a nice even pace to it doesn't have a too slow start. It just kind of, it, it has a few climatic uh, moments throughout the course of it, but it doesn't start draggingly slow. It kind of hits you a little bit in little doses and then builds up to a climax. Nice, very nice. Paul, over to you. Uh, do you have any comments on that? No, I I love it. I'm gonna, I've, I've heard of this thing of ours, but now I really have to go check it out because that's obviously, you know, I'm coming from Chicago and always being influenced by the mob that way or the outfit, as it was called in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's uh, I've, I've always had a passion for that history um, growing up. I mean, uh, so I'm definitely gonna have to check out this it's thing. of ours. History. I mean, this city was built by Eastern people and Midwestern people uh, from those consortiums and they modernized Las Vegas. <clears throat> they brought gambling here. They were the best when it came to gambling, organized mm-hmm. games. They were the best at just about everything. And they didn't have the level of education that you would think that they should have had. But their street smarts and ingenuity with that type of thinking and common sense was just um, was just amazing. I mean, they made money hand over fist. Legitimately. Mm-hmm and otherwise and and this is just if they were all like if they were to do it legitimately these guys they would have been ceos of major corporations today for sure 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 they just had the ingenuity in there and hence they were very smart street smart like i said just they thought outside the box they knew how to treat people right too Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm How many times you go into a casino, except for where you go hang around downtown, you pretty much know everybody. But if you went to the strip right now, you walk into any one of these joints, they're going to know your name? No. No. The bartender won't even know your name. Back in the day, I've been coming here since the 80s with my family because my grandfather was, uh, he was hooked up. We knew people, and five years later, we come back, they would still remember us. They would know us. If I met them one time or they met, any of us one time. That's how good they were for customer service. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, they're good to a degree, but they're treating their customers like numbers uh, or Ben Franklin's. So that's not good because they don't care. They, right. really don't. they only care about the bottom line. That's, that's the difference it. between old Vegas and new Vegas in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And remember, nobody gets killed for no reason. <laughs> that's right. There's <laughs> always, and even in the courtroom, too, by the way. That's a naive way of thinking. People think nobody gets that way in mm-hmm. real. Life. 
because that's that that's totally true. So there's a lot of cool things about it. Um, you know, the film that uh, AJ was talking about earlier, uh, Wild Women of Burlesque, I love the title. I love the title. You know, Georgette asked me personally to be involved with that. And I was really happy that she did ask me. And I was thrilled. And sure. it took a long time for me to contemplate the decision on it. But I decided it because, first of all, she is a longtime friend. And when somebody asks you to do something from the old school, you don't say no. You know, you do it, regardless sure. of what you know? Plus, you know, Hollywood's coming here. There's three major production companies that are in film coming to this city, maybe more afterwards. The timing is also correct for that. So it doesn't matter what kind of film you make. Uh, as far as an independent film is concerned because people are going to see films like this made locally and then you never know what happens you can't predict it but you it's worth taking a chance you know as a filmmaker or as an actor or whatever it's always worth that shot and i think that's really really important for our industry here locally for the economy to have production companies come here that's right. going to be a really big positive catalyst for Las Vegas and Nevada in general. And you know this, you've been in films and yep. TV, you, you totally get it. So, but I think it's really, really important. And I think uh, it's going to be a really great uh, future in this industry coming up. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great. Sorry, Stevie, what'd you say? It's going to be great. I think uh, the future for that type, for this industry, the film industry here is going to be a really big positive catalyst that um, is going to be a head turner, really. I mean, um, Hollywood is Hollywood. I mean, Las Vegas Entertainment in general has got its own set of rules. But if you bring a little bit of everything to the mix, it can work really well here if it's done, you know, cohesively. Mm -hmm. Well, I really do believe that. I believe it too. And the, and people say it's the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas. That's true. It's the entertainment capital for every type of entertainment that we employ and enjoy. Uh, it used to be just the headliners and the casinos, especially from the old days to the, to the current. But it's just about every aspect of entertainment that intrigues your mind and stimulates it is entertainment. That's what it is. But us people that have been here for a lot of years, we know what it really means. But I mean, it has really two meanings, but it all means the same. I mean, it's entertainment and that's important. People come here still with those old aspects in their mind to see things and to do things like they would have done 30 or 40 years ago as they would have done right now. So it's really important to have an augmentation or an evolution factor, especially in the film industry, to really embrace and encompass it because the positive outcome is going to be really magnificent. It really is. I agree. You know, um, I remember my dad taking us to the Stardust uh, Hotel. Do you remember that? And oh, yeah. Just, my, he loved it. I mean, he loved... Um, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. He just adored them. 
And have they influenced you at all? Um, to indirectly, I would have to say. They, they have to a degree. Um, the history of the city has influenced me really uh, much to a degree that, um, first of all, I never thought I was going to live here when I came to Nevada. I had different thoughts about living maybe up north, but after, and I've been here so many times, I never really thought about it until I actually lived here and got to experience what Las Vegas really was. And I caught the tail end of the thing when they came here in the early 90s. So, but it was still, there's still a lot of old Vegas aspects back when I moved here and not so much as there was, there was then, but there's still a few things here that are still active. I mean, they've tore down everything that you can imagine. So, I mean, you really, you know, when you try to explain things to your friends or to people that you know that haven't been here before, um, it really makes it hard to tell you that the nightclub that I ran downtown on Fremont Street, which was a basement bar and so forth, is now where the circuit casino sits. You can't really explain to them the vision of what once was there because there probably isn't too many pictures that really embellish that. And they wouldn't understand it. So telling them the story is great, but not seeing it in their mind isn't great at all. So, but I remember a lot of great things here um, since I was a little kid. So it's been a great experience coming here, visiting and living here. I love that. And the golden nugget is still there, right, Stevie? Absolutely. It sure oh. is. I yes. love that. Golden Gate and Plaza and there's a few uh, El Cortez downtown. Mm. Most of the town places are still there. Uh, some of the names have changed, but uh, the ones that I mentioned, those are still names, by the way. Four Queens, all the places, restaurants, you know, those are all great. Yeah. Wonderful. And, you know, you're such a classy guy. Um, I, and we respect you so much, Stevie. We just absolutely... Uh, are thrilled that you uh, are on our show. This is going to be one of our favorites. I know it. And I know. Well, I thank you. I, I can't I thank you enough. I mean, this is an honor for me. Now, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to um, before we do our heart messages? I'm sorry, we're going to have to start wrapping it up. Soon. Oh, that's okay. I would probably give a shout out to my parents that are still alive. And uh, God bless them for having me and bringing me up the right way. A little bit of left and right together. I, without them, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Uh, my wife, my family, um, these uh, they're all important to me. Um, my peers in the business, that some of them are, most of my peers are like family. So I give them a big shout out too. I mean, I, I, there's too many. To me. My parents probably the most important, my family too. But uh, it's just, I'm very blessed and I'm very blessed by God. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here on a lot of things. So I'm really grateful. Grateful for my. I love that so, so much. Don't you, Paul? I, yeah, I, I sure do. It's such a great message and uh, I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all, it's good to hear. Well, if things would have went the other way, I would be calling you from a different place with bars in front of me. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But that okay for me because I didn't go there. Thank God. And I do thank God. Yeah. You don't even know. Wow. That was a long time. 
Franklin. I thank uh, everyone that's been in my life that's been an inspiration. And I also mentor people too, by the way. So I try to pay it forward as much as I can. So I mentored several musicians in mm -hmm. here and abroad. And I'm currently doing that with a couple right now. And Wonderful. Really Amazing. Amazing. Beautiful. Okay, well, I'm going to start my heart message. First of all, I want to say it's such an honor and privilege that you have been here with us, Stevie. And I want everyone to follow Stevie on Street Corner Entertainment. Go to his website, check it out. Follow him on Facebook and like and support him. And if you're interested in uh, having a record deal or a record label, contact him on his email address emeralddream1 at gmail.com and he can correspond with you and perhaps make your dreams come true as well. So my heart message for this week is, first of all, I want to say, Mwah! we love you, Georgette. Again, thank you so much for making this beautiful evening for us and uh, introducing us to our beautiful friend, Stevie. And also my heart message is this, smoke that cigar, okay? It's as simple as that. If you have, you know, enjoy life, take, say yes to safe and good opportunities. And if you have a cigar, smoke it and enjoy it. Don't keep it forever and and and, and just hold on to it only. Go ahead and smoke that thing. Oh, it's so good. And Paul, over to you. <laughs> well, on that note, I, I think I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to say, but it sparked an inspiration, which my first business was the ice cream business. And we had a saying, which was, life is uncertain, so dessert first. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it. Seize, seize life and do the things that you enjoy in, in moderation, I guess. But even moderation it should be in moderation. So, yeah, life is uncertain, dessert first. And you can follow me at paulvato.com. If you go there, everything is there. My, my podcast, Paul Vato Presents my book, The Kama Susia, and what else? And uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's it. But it's such an honor and a pleasure. And I'm sorry we didn't really get a time to talk about our backstory. But I, I want to thank you, Stevie, for just being a wonderful person, you and your wife, when we first met at the Italian American Social Club, when we bought that first house in 09. I mean, we probably had just been there for a week, maybe not even. We walked down because we were a couple blocks away. And you guys, we just happened to meet you at the Italian American Social Club. And, you know, we were a little scared. We're probably like, oh, I think this guy's a real gangster. <laughs> He's a real mobster, I should say. Well, and uh, we we played, maybe we played bocce, or you guys had been done playing bocce in the back. And yeah. you were nice enough to give us a ride home, even though it was only a couple blocks. And at the time, we could have called a cab. There was no Uber. But you and your wife were gracious enough to give us a ride, and that started this very long relationship so thank you thank you for being like the welcome committee to las vegas we're like wow this isn't this was a great decision to move here so thank you you're welcome you're quite welcome we'll be friends for the rest of our lives same with you aj we'll oh my gosh really yes i mean that that's how i do yeah. things mm -hmm. all he knows is for sure so yes a hundred percent whether mm -hmm. you like it or not steve will be there <laughs> are waiting for me when i come to your store next week no, you got it. You got it. I'll be good. I'll be good. Uh, maybe I'll bring a bottle. I don't know. Yet. Bring a I bottle. Haven't thought that far ahead. I usually think about that halfway in between, and then the light bulb goes off and breaks. 
No worries. No worries. Yeah. Well, whenever you're open. See, I called you the other day, right? And you, you did. I don't know why I didn't see see the call come through. So my apologies. I'll answer. Got some Chinese guy. <laughs> if I see it, if I see the phone ring, I'll answer. If it's yeah. you, absolutely. All right. Very good. Well, I appreciate you. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you. Stevie, we love you, and um, what, uh, bless your heart, and we, we send a lot of love and uh, good wishes to you and your family, and Stevie, what is your heart message for this week? Um, keep the faith. If you dream hard enough and long enough, your dreams will come true. You just have to keep persistent and stay positive. And don't let anything get in the way. That's the message I give to everybody. I love it. I love it. That's classy from a classy guy. Thank you so much, Stevie. And um, Paul, thank you for stepping back in and and go win some money for us, Paul. (laughs) 100%. Win some money for me, will you? Yes, sir. I'm on it. Oh, good, good for you, man. I'm glad you're doing that. That's awesome. Everybody's got to have that. Yeah. Thank you. We love it. And we love Paul as well. So until next time, thank you both so much. Thank you, Stevie. Thank you, Paul. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you. <laughs>